Hello, hello, everyone. We are back. My name is Diamond Rivera, and this is the Live Discussions with Diamond podcast, episode 147. Man, we've come so far. And what you just saw is a promo from the Dallas Bachata Festival coming this October. What are you waiting for? Get your tickets now. Man, everyone, we are back here, end of August, heading right into the fall season. And we have three remaining episodes for this month. And here we have all the way from the DMV. But before we get started, I have to let you know that this episode is sponsored by Dubachata Radio, where you can listen to this interview live in high quality. And everyone today, the reason I do this podcast is for artists like people that I am bringing on today. An artist that I've met a couple months ago, especially during this podcast, and actually being able to unite in Washington, meeting one another, realizing how rich the DMV scene is, how influential it is, not just with bachata, but also with salsa, but also just the people in the community that I love so dearly. And it is an honor and it's a pleasure to have from the DMV area, the one and only Moises Cisneros. Thank you, bro. Thank you for having me, man. Absolutely, man. Absolutely, man. Honestly, and uh, we we seen each other for the first time a few weeks ago in DC for the uh, that all white party, which was crazy. But you know, like I said, man, having this podcast, doing what I do, is for people like you. Uh, 
that new generation of artists that I'm seeing that it's really blossoming, taking advantage of social media, putting yourself out there. And again, it's a pleasure having you on the podcast today. Yeah, once again, bro, thank you for having me. Absolutely, man. And, you know, for me with this podcast, the focus is, of course, celebrating what we see through a three-minute, two-minute viral clip maybe. But I think it's also really important to understand the person, understand the journey, understand everything that entails to get to where you are. So for me, it's like I love when I have these discussions is kind of bringing it back, uh, allowing people to understand more of the human side to the artist, uh, not just Moises who dances and teaches and travels, but just Moises the person. So, you know, for me, like I always do starting off, I love kind of taking it back and before, you know, the socials, before the congresses, before the late rehearsals, give us an understanding of who Moises Cisneros is. Uh it's just a regular guy that, you know, that had just a, like a normal life when I when I was growing mm-hmm. up. I mean, I used to be really into soccer. So okay. ever since ever since I was a kid, I was always that that soccer kid. So mm, um, okay. So are we talking about soccer here? Who's your team? Ramajid. Okay. Ramajid and Cadiz. Okay. Oh, I thought you were going to go PSG. I thought you were going to go Paris Saint-Germain just because of Messi, but, you know. (laughs) I've been a fan of Madrid since I was, like, eight years old, so. Oh, man. So a a question I have real quick is, you know, do you feel as well your connection with sports and then, of course, getting into dancing, which we'll get into, of course, but do you feel like you being in sports at a younger age definitely helped when it came to – getting involved in dance and kind of the coordination, the endurance aspect of it? Yeah, especially the endurance aspect of it. Yeah, it did, you know, kind of like it made it easier for me to like, you know, dance because, you know, soccer is very high tense sport. Yeah. So, you know, all that physical training and stuff like that did kind of make it a bit easier, you mm-hmm. know, in, in the dance choreographies and stuff like that. Even though they're still hard, but it does yeah. help to have that background. Yeah, absolutely. So then, of course, you're playing soccer. When was it that you know we can kind of say dance kind of came into your life? How did that? How did that come about? That started in in two thousand two thousand fourteen. Wow, uh, I was I was a sophomore in high school. And I was on the on the JV soccer team, so uh, I had a best friend during that time that he was in the in the dance school team, mm-hmm. and he wanted. And this is you know every year we go to competition and stuff like that, right? Yeah. But uh, you know, you know when we when they started to you know start training and stuff like that, my my friend he will he introduced me into the school team. Mm. He told me to come try this out, you know. And there were some other faces that I knew on that was on the team as well. So he was like, you know, just give it a try and see, you know, see if you like it. Yeah. So I tried out and uh, I was doing both during that time. And then yeah, when, when the soccer season ended, uh, I stick to the dancing part and went to competition. Wow. That. wow. So wait, so in this, and this is during high school. This is like what you're saying 
you're juggling the soccer life and then kind of dance comes involved. How was it, honestly? Because for me in high school, and totally be honest, I guess I'm also different because I went to an old boys school. When they hearing that you're dancing, yeah. was the reception pretty receptive? Or they were like, "What? What is this? What are you doing?" I mean, yeah, though you know, there was some people that, that you know that were making fun of me, you know, in a in a in a joking way, but yeah. Um, you know, they were they were just you know saying Moises and Bachatero or something like that, <laughs> stuff like silly stuff like that, you know, or they would be like, uh, "Olas," because that was the dance team that was that was in the high school. That was the name, Olas. Oh. And, you know, they, every time you know someone would see me, they would just shout out, "Olas, Olas." <laughs> hey, it's something different. I mean, oh, besides man. your regular soccer, basketball, football, baseball actually having kind of an, a dedication to arts, to dancing and, you know, realizing, like you said, 2014, you kind of got involved and it was through a friend that you still know currently. So what was it like, you know, taking your first dance classes, then actually going to like your first dance event? What were those moments like? Uh, it, it was cool at first when I first started the the dance team because I've been in a few quintas before that when I was a little bit younger. Mm. Uh, so, you know, I did some of that. And then when I got into the dance team, uh, it was kind of hard because, you know, now it was more of, yeah, you're doing a choreography, but now you have to align it with music, you know, timing yes. and stuff like that. So that one was a little bit, you know, new to me in the beginning, mm -hmm. but, um, I would say that I'm a person who can adapt quickly, especially in, in dance. So I picked it up quick, kind of. So um, it was cool. Um, I remember the first routine that I did with the dance team. Uh, I was really nervous. You know, it was at a pep rally. Yeah. Oh, wow. This yeah. is like yeah, high school, like phones yeah. out, TikToks. I mean. <laughs> Yeah, so all all the guy friends that I knew, they were there, you know. <laughs> I mean, they oh, were cool man. about it, you know, because I was actually really close to, like, you know, you know, telling the team, yeah, I, I can't do this, you know. It's just, <laughs> you know, I was too nervous, and, like, mm -hmm. you know, the the teammates that I had were very supportive, you know. They're like, hey, yeah. if, if you don't feel comfortable doing it, you know, you can always pull out, but, you know, this is something – that that it will be a cool experience. So I was like, all right, I was, I'll do it. Hey, and not not a lot of people can do that. Yeah, and then competition came along, and then competition. I remember my first competition, and it was at the MCPS uh, mm -hmm. Latin Dance Competition, which is like they have all all the high schools from Montgomery County in America. Yeah. and you know they'll compete and like. It was cool. It was a cool experience, man. I miss those days. Man, that, that's amazing. In high school, you got those experiences. Most people get those in college, after college. But, you know, then, like you said, in 2014, when you kind of got involved in it, when was that moment then it shifted from the school aspect and then kind of getting involved into what we call the scene? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, right after high school, or actually, in my last year of high school, you know, my dance, the dance coach that I had during that time, which was Nelson, shout out to Nelson, yeah. uh, Nelson Ortiz, uh, he was always talking about socials, 
And he was always showing us videos of performances and stuff like that. So, you know, he was always encouraging us, you know, to go and like, you know, go out there and social dance. And there was a social dance that he was always talking about, which was Mr. Mambo's. Yes. Uh, It's in Silver Spring. And like, you know, the dance, you know, the dance crew, we were all talking about it. And like, you know, uh, there was this one day where they had their social there. Mm-hmm. Um, on a Saturday, and you know, I I was trying to invite some other dan- you know dance people to come into the social, and I remember the first social I went to, which was Mr. Mambo's. Yeah, and it was in 2015, and it I because I used to be a big bachata guy. Okay. Okay. So you you went from the bachata and then I guess salsa kind of. Yeah. So I went. I started with Mr. Mambo's. I started with Mr. Mambo's, and and then that's when I met. I luckily met DJ Immersive. You know DJ Immersive. Of course, Emerson. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. So uh, that's how I got into it. Just going to a Mr. Mambo's social. Wow. I mean. And hey, Mr. Mambo's is definitely legendary. Uh, there's so many events, especially in DC. What I love about DC is that they have a lot of spacious events. It's a lot yeah. of spaces to move around. Um, whether it's the Eaton, whether it's Mr. Mambo's, I think it's Mambo Underground. Is there's, there's so many different events there. So a question I have is, what was it like that first social? I'm talking about like you, you know, grabbing somebody to dance. What was that moment like? I mean, the first social that I went to, I was already like a bit confident uh, going okay. into it because I, I was always practicing bachata, and, I, and during that time, I was also choreographing for kisses and stuff like that. Okay, so, I used to imitate a lot, you know, Andrea and Silvia. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So I used to imitate that guy. So I used to do like all that body central stuff, and oh my god. Know, Central roles. <laughs> I always, I remember the first dance that I had in Mr. Mambo's, and it was uh, with this nice lady, and like you know, I was doing all that stuff, and I had my timing down already by that time, so it was cool, and like, yeah. Hey, I, I mean, it's funny. <laughs> it's funny you say nice because I, we're gonna figure out who this is, but somebody actually writes, Moises is so nice. He's a great dancer and a person. We're gonna figure out who that is definitely later on, but realizing it really comes, you know, comes full forward. And you know, for me, hearing just kind of that experience of when you're getting in, I love it because I remember those experiences too, being young, going to, you know, getting part starting your partner work kind of, you know, because it's not just shines anymore, footwork. Now you gotta, you know, dance with someone for four to five minutes. Yeah. Hopefully it's a good experience. I mean. And it's interesting that you're talking about starting off with bachata, because I, fi- I I've known this for, for me. I've realized that a lot of people within the dance scene, whether it's bachata, or salsa, bachata is a lot more comfortable for people, and yeah. I completely understand it. I just think is that when what's an important thing you just said, timing. You have to have good timing if you want to have great dances. Because the body rolls and everything are great, but if you're off timing, they just look crazy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it's a, uh, it's, and actually, I think this, yes, I think that was Cat Arius, if I'm not mistaken, hey. was the person hey, that wrote hey. that comment. Yes, I believe so. 
Big Thank shout you. out to Cat and Ferocity. Um, so now my question to you is, uh, you know, you've had your friend of course that introduced you. You're then going to Mr. Mambo's. You're then meeting people like DJ Immersive. And again, big shout out to him. When was that moment then you decided to be a part of a company, be a part of a school? When was that moment? That was that was right after high school. That was in 2017, I believe. And mm -hmm. that's when uh, David Cuevas, he invited some, you know, me and other students that yeah. just recently got out of high school to be a part of his dance team. And that, that's mm. how I got into salsa. Because, I mean, I was already dancing salsa in high school, but that was on one. So then when I got introduced into David Cuevas' team at Diente, that, that's where I got to learn on two. Oh, man. So just a few more extra steps. But, you know, I, I see when people, they, they smile and it's like, I was on one. When I got to on two, I was like, okay. <laughs> but so for me, and then that is, that's a great question to add is, you know, like you said, starting off with Bachata, but then really with Salsa starting on one, then David Cuevas from Adiente introducing you to on two, what was that like for you? Kind of going from one style to the next. It was, I mean, personally for me, it was cool. It was like very, you know, it was so cool because it just felt, it felt more natural. Like like mm. it, felt, it felt like I was doing something more in a proper way. I don't know how to explain it very well, but yeah. it was just really cool to actually now learn on two because as I got into, as I, you know, dove into more of on two, um, the more that I was starting to understand it in a way. I yeah. don't know how to explain it, but like it was no, just, I completely understand. You know, and, and it's interesting because, again, when people start learning different styles and, of course, getting more well-rounded, they kind of figure out what style fits them best. And, you know, for me, like you said, uh, you're going to Mr. Mambo's, uh, which is a big, big social out there in the D.C. DMV area, realizing, you know, those videos that people put out of you just dancing, it's the progressional videos, you know, from your first little learning your... Uh different combinations to then just becoming more fluid to then becoming more connected with the partner because that's what it is. I mean, if you put that time in going to events, going to socials and et cetera, I mean, after a while you're going to improve. I mean, so yeah. when could you honestly say that you felt, man, I've improved since the beginning of this till maybe even presently, of course, people mostly say I'm always improving, but was there kind of a, a legitimate moment when you were like, wow, I really am getting better? Yeah, there was this one time where, because, like, you know, of course, you're not, you know, spending more time in Ardiente. Yeah. Um, you, you're learning more on two. There was this one time where, because it was at Mr. Mambo's again. And, um, you know, there was this one moment where, you know, having all this practice in, uh, I used to be so nervous of going to the salsa room because, you know, mm. that was more of a um, structured dance, I would say. Yeah. So you would have to know how to dance salsa <laughs> in order to have the good dances and all that, right? Mm -hmm. And there was this one time where, you know, I got a compliment from the bartender there. And he was just, like, telling me that, I, you know, hey, man, you started to look good, you know, yeah. keeping up and stuff like that. So that was, a, you know... 
the point where I was like, okay, now I'm starting to catch this and, and yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, sometimes it takes someone else to see something in you to free to, for you to realize. And Hey, I mean, everything happens for a reason. So, I mean, for me, like you said, then meeting David Cuevas with Adiente and becoming part of that. Uh, but then even fast forwarding, um, kind of with COVID and then even currently mm -hmm. now seeing you teaching. And that's something that's important because hearing about your story just in glimpses kind of give me different scenarios of where you've been in your life. What is my question to you is what is that feeling like now coming from being the novice learner to fast forwarding and now being a teacher and teaching other people? What is that like for you? Um, it's 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 cool because uh, I, I used to coach for the dance team that I was at mm. right after high school. So I had a few years of that. So, you know, the teaching part is, uh, it's nice. It's, uh, it's fun to do, but now teaching adult is, it's the next level for me, especially, I just started too. So, um, that's one part and also trying to teach, uh, the proper techniques to, to, to the crowd now. So it's mm. not just like, you know, doing these little steps, which I was doing. Uh, the high school team, but now it's it's at a different level. It's at a higher level. Just just making sure that I'm teaching the proper stuff to to the audiences. It's mm -hmm. the new experience that, that I'm going through now. It's true. I mean, being a teacher, like you say, when we're talking about bachata, we know they're different. I, for me, I always say bachata is bachata, but when we give it different categories, whether it's central, traditional, urban, everything, um, then when it comes to central and those body roles and everything. I think what you're saying is so important and is so needed because knowing the proper technique, the proper fundamentals is a lot more important than the four extra body roles that we do. Because I think, as we know, it's great to have fun and have connection, but it's also to, good to be on the same page. Having a fun dance for three, four, five minutes, what have you, making it a great experience. So, you know, a question I have for you you know, really in totality is when you're at an event, mm -hmm. what is it for you since starting all those years ago to currently now, what is like, when you go to an event, what are you looking for? Um, if I'm being honest, is more of a, just enjoying the music and mm. also having, um, originality you know mm. so you know when someone's i it, i can tell when someone is, is focusing too hard on to the dance and uh, rather than just you know enjoy the dance so those are some of the things that i that i know yeah i'm definitely looking for that you know someone who's who can enjoy the music with me you know absolutely nothing's worse than you know you're dancing with someone and a camera comes around, and all they can do is focus on the camera. And Which not, is okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but it I happens mean, to me too. Uh, hey, <laughs> it happens to everyone. It happens to the best yeah. of us. When that camera comes, something I love and I try to tell people is as a videographer myself, I'm not, I don't want you to feel like a camera's on you. I want you to feel natural. For example, when you were in the video I had in Washington, I, I didn't blast the light in your face. 
It was more, let me just be, let me allow you to be in your natural setting. So it's not like the deer in the headlights look of, oh my God, a camera's there. Let me just show out now. I'd rather you just be you. And, and that's interesting. We talk about, you know, places you've danced uh, because I actually want to show a quick clip of something I found all the way from the Mr. Mambo social. So everyone, let's check this out and we'll be right back. Some skills there, man. You, you, hey, that's, that's fluid. That's fluid. Hey, man, thank you, bro. It. Thank you. I love it. You that's, know, and the reason I, I love it so much is because it's a genuine dance. It doesn't look yeah, forced. Yeah. It looks the timing is great. That's something I very am keen on. But yeah, yeah man, just I can see while we're watching this video, you're just you know, you're smiling. It's good to see. Yeah, that's when I that was that video is kind of old. I think that's from 2018. 19. 19 actually 19 that's when i was like starting to like really uh get used to or comfortable with on two man and see it's like sometimes yeah. it's just that certain dance partner just everything just works and flows smoothly and yeah man just showing kind of a little glimpse of, of where of how far you've come and that's important because for me having people like you on means a lot because again like i said you are the new generation of what this scene is gonna have and you know shedding light on artists like yourself that's what's important you know and you know for me at least now before we get into um our last segment called the randoms where we can throw some questions around and get interesting is from everything that's happened from you know your first dance class 
from your first congresses or workshops and experiences through that to now teaching, but also now with 2021, something we've been through last year, especially with COVID, which we still are in. Um, for me, my question to you is just with everything you've been through, what are some of the biggest lessons that that you've learned? Um, that you just have to be patient um, in the dancing. You just have to be patient. You know, there's always new dancers coming in and, you know, it, it, it's, it's really bad to see, you know, those moments where, you know, you're just trying to dance with somebody, you know, like, you know, they give you an attitude or they're kind of, you know, mean about it and like yeah reject you or something so or whenever you're in the dance and um you know when someone's not really picking up the dance like that or or isn't on the same level as you you know just yeah. be patient you know you know yeah. everyone's, hey, everyone's learning you know i, I love learning. it you're just a student of the game and that and that's something yeah. for me that gravitated me towards you because i realized you were a genuine person that just loved and had a passion for this and, you know, it, that also shows the people that are around you, the circle, as they say, just people like David Cuevas and, and Nelson Ortiz and other people that have helped shape you, but also realizing you've taken your own path. So that's something I really appreciate. And I'm glad that we can have people like you on and shed light on artists like yourself, because, you know, when things are a lot much better to me traveling, doing more film work. I want to put more videos out with people like yourself because you guys are what's going to be the new thing. And and I want my thing is I just want this scene to grow in a positive way of collaborations yeah. of just, you know, love and kindness and, you know, strength, because especially with this virus, it hits the dance community more than a lot of other communities realize. But you know, I'm hoping things, of course, are getting better like they are. Uh, and, but I think now to kind of change and add some levity, we are now at the end and we are now at the segment that I have called the randoms, which is about 10 questions that allows me to get to know you a little bit better. But also today we're going to shake things up. So within these 10 questions... I'm going to give you, you can have any questions you want. Any ones that I throw out, you can also ask me the same one out of the 10. So yeah, any of them I throw out, you can say, hey, I want you to, I want you to, let's reverse it now. What would be your answer? So we can do it like that. All right. So Moises, all I need to know is when you are ready. I'm ready. All right. Perfect. If Number one is, if you could have one last meal right now, what would it be? I just recently became vegan, so it's hard. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, All right. So if you was not yeah. vegan and you can have that cheat meal, what is that one meal? Uh, I'd probably say either pasta or, or chicken. Okay. I mean, I, I know you're trying to go a little healthy. I get it. I get it. All right. <laughs> All right. Let Orange me see. Chicken. Okay. All right. Number two is, what is the biggest pet peeve of yours when dancing with someone? Like something that just when you're dancing with someone, it's like, ah, it makes you not want to dance with them. Mm. 
I mean, at the end of the day, I'm always going to dance with them. <laughs> Even gotcha. if, it, if it was a, a bad dance, so-called, but I still dance with everyone. So, I mean, my pet peeve is is when they're back leading. So when, or when yeah. they're trying to lead. <laughs> and, yeah. and no one's going to lead Moises <laughs> unless he wants to yeah. follow. So <laughs> I just, yeah. Hey. I, I don't blame you. Like, hey, it, yeah. it's okay to let follows or let leads, but you know, of course, follows no, don't back lead. I mean, because also yeah. I think it's due to some of them not trusting the 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 lead. So I mean, there's always that. But I think again, I agree with you. Just don't back lead. Just go with the flow of the dance. Have fun if you can. All right, I like that. I'll tell you this. I'm gonna take that question and answer it. My biggest pet peeve is hygiene. It's oh. a big, big, like, if you came to the social woofing, if you came there, like, you know you came into this place with a few other people and you did not shower and you're not bathe, and that's, like, yeah, that's something huge pet peeve for me. I would say to add to that, as a filmer, as a filmmaker at the socials, do not, if I'm filming someone, cut in front of me to get your shot. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm gonna I feel be you on that one. Yeah, I'm gonna. I, I'm, it's I'm, kind of I'm, the same I'm, thing with uh, with breath. Oh yes, yes. you have to have I'm, gum. You have hey, to have gum. yes, gotta come on. Just be respectful here. I just gotta yeah. say that. All right. <laughs> Next question is: If you could live any place right now, what would it be? I'd probably say Cadiz. Cadiz in Spain. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've never been there, but I've seen pictures, man. And I'm a big soccer fan of the soccer team in that that, um, area. And like, you know, just looking at at the pictures, you know, it's like every like all the buildings are white, and like the sun is just hitting those white buildings. And there's a lot of beaches over there, so Mm -hmm. it just looks very beautiful. Hey, I mean, Virginia got some beaches. Maryland probably got some beaches. But yeah. they're not Spain beaches. So. Uh, we have that dirty brown water. Oh my God. Ugh, yeah. I don't want to. So, next question is of course, you're a Maryland guy. Uh, of course, DMB guy, but of course, a Maryland guy. A question I have for you then is someone's coming to Maryland. They're like, hey, what can I do? What should I do in Maryland as a tourist? What would you tell them to go? Tell them to do, basically. Uh, there's. There's more things to do in D.C. than Maryland. I mean, in Maryland, we, we got crabs. Have, I mean, yeah, but yeah, yeah, you have to go to Ocean City for that. And I think uh, that's in Jer- in in New Jersey, Ocean City. Not the Ocean City, Maryland. Yeah, I always get confused. <laughs> so, I mean, there's that one thing that you can go do always, and it's cool. They got some cool roller coasters over there. A lot of things to do over there. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Maryland, let's see. Uh you can go to the salsa socials if you're into dancing. Hey, <laughs> I mean, Mr. Mambo's, there's Mr. Mambo's. There you go, push a little, little plug yeah. here and there. Never hurt nobody. Hey, I, I definitely love that. I love those answers. All right, next question is What is your favorite dancing city? Of course, DMV, but I've, I've never really traveled like that. Uh, <laughs> I've only been a few places. Um, I've been to Chicago. It was cool going to Chicago. I've went there twice, um, okay. in 2018 and 19. Okay, what for the Chicago Salsa Bachata Festival? Okay, yeah, that yeah. was a cool dance scene. Okay, Chicago. I mean, hey, 
I've, I've, people give me all different answers, and hey, Chicago especially, but the DMV definitely is a big one. I'll answer that one too. Um, I would definitely say DMV, DC for sure, but yeah. my second favorite dancing city is Dallas. Oh, me, Dallas, and DC is my favorite. I've been in California, I love it, but for those, they definitely take the cake for me. All right, next yeah. question will be is if you could be at a social right now and you can have one last dance, who are you dancing with? Um, is my my ex partner, Tatiana. Tatiana okay. Spratley. Yeah, um, she's the the girl in the picture on the on the little promo yes. picture. That's her. So, you know, she's been my dance partner. Not anymore, but She's been my dance partner for a while, and um, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, I feel like she's the only one who can understand what I'm looking hey, for. Hey, so, that's hey, <laughs> ain't no harm in that. So I mean, hey, that yeah. chemistry kind of never dies sometimes. So I definitely love that. All right, next question number seven will be: If you could have your own store, what is the name of that store? Hmm. Uh, Mambo Kalunga, yes. Mambo ah, Kalunga. there you go. Yeah. So yes. Mambo Kalunga is also a videographer. Oh, yeah? I, my, yeah, Mambo Kalunga. I know there's a person in D.C. or the DMV area, and it's it oh, says oh. on YouTube, Mambo Kalunga. Oh, or I maybe that's the I other. Have, I have a dance page and that I have it under that name. Gotcha. I was like, yeah, because uh, I'm like, that's how I got this video. <laughs> I was like, I was uh, looking. See, I did not know that. There you go. There you go. All right. Number number eight will be when everything is kind of just, you know, with dancing years, I mean, years later, when kind of looking back on your dance career and just your experiences, what do you want people to remember you for? For just being me. Yeah, just mm. being me. Yeah. You know, I like that. I mean, I'm not here to copy nobody. I mean, yeah, influenced by people, yeah, but like I just want to to, you know, let people know that, you know, I, I was always me at the end of the day. Mm. I like that, man. I definitely appreciate the genuineness. All right. Our second to last question is. Right now, I'm giving you control right now. You're at your favorite Congress, Saturday night, last <laughs> performance. Who is it? Uh, can you what was the question? So you're at your favorite Congress, mm -hmm. Saturday night showcase, last performance. They say, Moises, who is it? Who's performing last? Who are you giving them? Frankie Martinez. Oh, yes. Frankie Martinez. <laughs> Frankie Martinez. Okay, I like that. Big shout out to Frankie Martinez, a past guest on this podcast as well. Yeah. Definitely, man. That that man is not just a legend, a mentor, just a, a genuine human being. And again, big shouts out to him. I mean, this man moves like water. <laughs> I mean, it's he's, he, yeah. he's the reason why that like he gave me an extra push to like really push further into this mambo dance so oh man i'm definitely time. i'm definitely clipping this and sending that to him for sure man because that's, that's really a beautiful it. thing to see me absolutely 
Um, all right, last question here. And this one's going to be different. Call this the island question. You're on your okay. favorite island. You are stuck there. There is no electricity. You can only have three things with you. What are those three things? Mm. Probably some headphones. Okay. Some Hopefully headphones. they solar powered head solar powered headphones. Yeah. <laughs> solar power. Uh I'd say Cologne. cologne okay i like collecting cologne so i always that's all good you just know you're gonna get bit up by the mosquitoes just let you know <laughs> <That's> just, <laughs> um what else something that plays music i have to listen to music gotcha some music some music some headphones and some cologne hey yeah. you, you you about to go to tsr right now and put them headphones away so i got, <laughs> I got yeah, you right. but, Hey, man, I appreciate you doing this segment. I always do this with every one of my guests. Uh, just trying to have gain a little more understanding, but also me answering those questions as well. But before we finish it, I will say to that last question, if I had to do it, I would have a solar-powered charger, oh. a water oxidizer that I can make fresh okay. water. And I would say the last thing... Hmm. It would have to be like a spear so I can catch fish. Mm. So just kind of, you know, going in that realm, it, it may change the next day. It may, I just want some yeah. music. <laughs> but, you know, I, I love doing these questions. So I thank you again. Uh, and now it brings us to the conclusion of our discussion today. And, you know, for me, like I told you as well, focusing really today on getting a glimpse into your life, not really giving everyone everything because, I feel like our lives are like onions, and so it's in layers. There's so much to unpack. Um, so kind of getting a glimpse of your life, really, from kind of start to present is really great. It was essential. It was necessary. It was needed. Uh, you know, and I've definitely had a great time tonight, um, and I definitely would love to have you back on in the future, and we can really talk about just so many more experiences. Uh, but at least before we do go, I would love to know if you had any last few words for myself and the audience, uh, and also contact info on how people can reach you to find about upcoming classes. Uh, yeah, um, um, you can always find me on Facebook on uh, Moises Cisneros, or you can find me on Instagram, uh, M-U-H-Z dot O. And uh, I have a dance page as well, which is Mambo Kalunga. So, gotcha. Just, okay. Yeah. All right. No problem. Perfect, man. And at least, too, I really, again, appreciate you coming on to the podcast. Again, I believe it's essential to talk to artists like yourself that are really pushing forward the culture positively. Um, yeah. Again, I'm glad that we got to unite in D.C., and I definitely hope for many more. Uh, I'm really looking forward to your career and this progression. And here at the podcast, we'll definitely be celebrating it, sharing it, commenting, you know, and just sharing our scene with people like yourself. And again, man, I appreciate you for tuning in, for tuning in to past episodes, reaching out, uh, because again, with collaboration, we can do so many things. So, you know, again, from the podcast, for myself, I appreciate your time. I appreciate your effort. And I appreciate everyone that's tuned in. 
It's been another episode of the Live Discussions with Diamond podcast here with the one and only Moises Cisneros. So I want to thank everyone who is tuned in today that will be tuning in in the future. I thank you all for uh, tuning in. We hope you're staying safe. and We will see you soon. Everyone definitely take care. Have a great day. See you later.